So it's hard to believe that we're finally back here after, what, like six or seven calendar flips on the, uh, the annual tracker of our year? Sounds about right. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> it has been a, it's been a while and a bit of a whirlwind, but, uh, but we are back again here with the Thoughts and Found podcast. I'm Adam. I'm here with my wife, Danielle, and uh, we thought we'd give you a quick update on what's been going on the, the past several months. And if you hear me sipping on something, it's lemon tea because we're going on round two of parent colds in the last six months. Parent colds. I don't had... think we've been sick in three years, and we had a cold, both of us, in October, and here we are again. I think I'm just starting. You're almost getting over it, but... Two colds in six months. This is a new... It's uh, real. <laughs> and the baby hasn't been anywhere we haven't been. <laughs> she's not bringing germs home of yeah. her own accord. But fortunately, she's uh, clearly able to fight them off a bit better than we are. Yeah, hopefully she doesn't come down with it, but anyway... That's the germs nice. are real, my friends. Germs <laughs> the are germs real. are real. <laughs> well, let's give a, a quick recap about uh, why we haven't been back uh, with a with a um, a published podcast in about six and a half, seven months at this point in time. Do you want to do you want to start off on that? Sure. So, not to make excuses or anything, but we had ambitious, lofty goals of recording podcasts with a baby who just, you know, eats, sleeps, and poops. <laughs> it's a bit more complicated than that. Um, luckily we have both been off, which is amazing that we've been able to trade off with the parenting, but, um, it's been a whirlwind. It's been a roller coaster the last six months. So the final month of my pregnancy was a bit, um, unexpected, I guess. Uh, we had some blood pressure issues and liver enzyme issues. With, so with you, not with not me. With, not with yeah. Baby, baby yeah. was fine. So they were closely monitoring me just to make sure that everything was okay. Um, so that last week before I was actually, due, which was the 21st of July, was our due date. Um, We were spending quite a few days in the hospital at the triage unit and the prenatal unit um, just to assess blood pressure, and they were doing all kinds of non-stress tests. So I think we were back there every day for a week or so before um, we were due to have the baby. And because she was breech, she was frank breech, so they opted to do a cesarean section. Um, so they actually had scheduled that for the 18th and then just with results and stuff and monitoring closely, they actually bumped it back to the 12th. So, um, we ended up welcoming our little baby on July 12th, um, healthy, beautiful baby girl. Um, we're going to refer to her, I think as radio (laughs) on the podcast. Um, her initials are AM FM. So that's her little nickname. Her little nickname for us. So that is what that means if you hear that. Um, Yeah, so that last month was a little bit more trying than I think we anticipated. I think we thought, oh, I'm going to be off work and we can both be here and kind of record and do all these wonderful things. And that kind of didn't end up coming to pass. How naive of us. How naive. (laughs) Despite all the advice we had heard, we thought we can power through and we can do it. Well, my friends. That is not possible. So I think the biggest struggle for me was I was swollen. I was sore. My hips were just aching. So that was just one thing that I had dealt with kind of throughout my pregnancy, actually. Um, And then towards the end when you're just bigger and you're not able to, you know, roll around in bed and get comfortable on a couch. You're just large. And my hips were just killing me. So I wasn't sleeping very well. I was really swollen. Um, my ankles were super swollen. I was wearing Adam's shoes, which luckily were flip-flops in July. Um, 
I don't really know what I would have done if it was a winter pregnancy. You probably gotten a jumbo size of man boots, boots at like that. Canadian Tire or something. So luckily it was just flip-flops. But uh, I spent a lot of time on that couch, on our couch the last month. Um, funny story, actually, one of the things that I remember saying clearly to Adam, it was like July 9th or something. And we had just been told that the day of the C-section had been moved up to July 12th. And I was so anxious and I was ready to just kind of meet our little girl and be done with the pregnancy at that point. That last month was just, it was tough and it was hot and you're sweating and you're in pain and you're jumbo. Um, And I remember one day I was sitting on the couch. I think Adam was out cleaning the the yard or something. something, And I was sitting there in my pajamas eating butter tarts, like plural tarts <laughs> more than tarts. one butter tarts <laughs> if you've ever had a butter tart they are pure sugar sure. like there's nothing but sugar in these things <laughs> it couldn't be sweeter well you should start off with the article that you were reading oh uh, yes so was, the article with, with the, i was the reading for you the last few days or weeks of uh, of your pregnancy yes and i bless this woman's heart but this was not my experience and she was saying you know relish the last few days especially if people haven't already had a child so this is like your last few days is just a couple um before you have children, go and treat yourself, that whole self-care thing, get a mani-pedi, get your hair done, go out for coffee with friends, <laughs> go shopping, whatever. That all sounded delightful, but I couldn't fit into shoes. I couldn't <laughs> drive myself anywhere. I think the only thing that fit me was your extra large black t-shirt. So I wore black t-shirts <laughs> for like a month in July and my pajama pants. And I wasn't going out anywhere. (laughs) I didn't want people coming over. I didn't want pictures being taken of me. I think we have one picture of me when I was pregnant. (laughs) It's a lovely picture, but that was like in May. So anyway, back to the butter tarts. I was sitting there with the whole pack of six butter tarts on my lap, just proceeding to eat one after another. (laughs) No, No one's judging. I didn't have gestational diabetes, thank goodness. So if I did, I would not be able to enjoy these lovely snacks and i was i found myself watching cat grooming videos on youtube (laughs) just sitting there but because the remote well my phone i guess was too far away i couldn't even get my body (laughs) up to the coffee table to bother to change the channel (laughs) and you know how youtube gets you in that rabbit hole in the loop next video coming up in 10 seconds I just let it happen. <laughs> funny part is Help myself to my butter tuts. You don't even like cats. I hate cats. I mean, hate's a strong word. I strongly dislike cats. I have no interest creature. in cat grooming. We don't have a cat. <laughs> I don't need this information in my life. But apparently it was just what I needed at the time. And I was too tired and just uncomfortable to bother changing the channel. So I think you came back in and... <laughs> Like, I had cracked open the butter tarts when you went out, and there were maybe two left out of a pack of six. And I'd been watching a cat grooming video for, like, 37 minutes. <laughs> and I paused it, and we talked, and I said, you know, I've only got, like, three minutes left in this video. Do you mind if I finish it? Sure. I don't know who I was. I really don't know who I was. But it's a good video. If anybody's interested in cat grooming, we'll leave the link below because it's super informative. <laughs> Anyway, so that was kind of the last month of pregnancy. And because my C-section was accelerated by just a week, so it wasn't that bad. We already had our bags kind of packed before. 
but we were doing a lot of double checking. Like we had library books to return. We had lawn to mow. We had the dog to take care of, make sure she had food and all that stuff in the house because we didn't know how long I was going to be, excuse me, in the hospital for. Um, So that was a bit of a whirlwind, just kind of the trappings of that last month. Um, And then not knowing every day when we went into the triage unit of the hospital, are we coming back that day? Are we going to be admitted? Are we having the baby today? Like we didn't know. So you're kind of just playing this roulette game every day of going. We had our bags in the car with us every single day we went to the triage unit. So um, anyway, that was just a really busy month. Thank goodness I was done with work at that point because I don't think I could have been going to those appointments I would have just been missing solid days of work um and good thing Adam works from home because he was able to go with me um we saw so many women that were there um just by themselves and were getting admitted for various reasons and accelerating their deliveries too so it's a bit of a stressful place to be um quick shout out to the fantastic staff at um at the hospitals here around Ottawa they were fantastic and we had uh, wonderful care here so uh for all the folks at the Queensway Carlton Hospital and uh, and since then at the Children's Hospital of Eastern Ontario, kudos for all the fantastic work that you're doing around here. We yeah. really appreciate that. It's not an easy job. So. It is not an easy job. And it's not glamorous. And, uh, <laughs> but we, we encountered some very, very knowledgeable, patient, kind people, and yeah. uh, we are very thankful for Staff that. Staff is amazing. Do you want to take a quick break, and then we'll come back with a little bit more story of where we've been let's do it because as another quick note baby girl is having a nap right now and that's why we are able to record but she's not a great napper so i think we have t minus 16 minutes perhaps we've already been recording for what nine 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 minutes minutes. minutes. she tends to have short naps she's a power napper more on that later (laughs) take care we'll be back we'll be back so we are back once again with more lemon water hot lemon water <laughs> so i don't cough in your ears <laughs> and a baby that's still sleeping She's for a few more sleeping. minutes so it's we are this is a good thing so we're going to keep going here for a few minutes and we thought uh, we'd come back with a few more sort of humorous stories that we've encountered over the first several months of parenthood mm-hmm. so we were in the, the hospital for well from a friday over to a monday, monday. morning uh before danielle and the baby were were discharged so we have a funny story because we, we got home on Monday and realized that um, some supplies that we thought we might have been able to get some extras of from the hospital, we didn't in fact get. So we had to go out uh, really quickly. I had to go out really quickly to um, a local pharmacy. pharmacy to try to pick some of this stuff up. So I made you the most random list. <laughs> you made me a very, very random list. And I'm not really even sure we needed all of that. Well, I, but at the time... It made a lot of sense. We, to we me. did, and, and there was um, there was a number of brain. things in this for uh, in on this list for um, post postpartum recovery, postpartum recovery like pads, and large underwear, <laughs> mesh underwear. <laughs> Ladies, you know what I'm talking Cr- about. Creams and things like that. <laughs> Lotions and potions. potions. Um, but one of the other things was um, a a breast pump that we had to rent. Uh, because we were still trying to work on um, on, on breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. So I had my list, and I headed over to our local pharmacy. I had um, you know, made quick work of picking up most of the things. I had a nice little basket with me there. So I picked up all the things on the list and uh, had to ask a staff member, um, how, do I, how do I rent a breast pump? And the staff member says, well, well, come with me, sir. She was very, very polite. Come to the, to the back counter. So I thought you said it was a man. No, no. I don't, I don't <laughs> Two so. men talking about renting you know, a breast pump. <laughs> that would, no, that would, that okay. would be really funny, though. <laughs> I've, I've had some conversations out in the park with other different uh, husbands in the neighborhood who've had to deal with uh, similar issues. But um, the things that happen when you become a new parent. 
So she takes me back to the the back counter and uh, consults with one of her colleagues who probably says... Come to the other uh, side, sir. Other side of the counter. (laughs) The other side of the counter, which which, which meant down a little bit bit further. So like, oh, this is getting serious. Where no one ever goes. (laughs) So I go down to the other other end of the counter and uh, she says, I'll I'll be back. Um, Her colleague says, we'll be back with you in just one moment, sir. She walks a few steps away and picks up the... The, the phone, for, which I realized quickly is an intercom. It turns out they needed a senior manager to come back to fill up the paperwork to, to rent. For authorization, for authorization on the breast, on the, pump. On the breast pump rental. <laughs> so she says in a very polite voice, senior manager to the back counter, please, for breast pump rental. Gentleman with the white hat <laughs> referring to me. Well, I wasn't the only person standing in line at the back counter. So there was promptly, I don't know, 10, 12 other people who all turned Stared all at, at once. the guy in the white hat. <laughs> Waiting for the breast pump. Who then just looks around like, nothing to see As here. It's all just perfectly <laughs> casual. Nothing to see here, folks. So um, uh, that was a, a kind of a funny moment. There were a few people who kind of uh, Didn't they at- give you instructions too or something? Oh, oh, she did. <laughs> a manual? <laughs> a manual how to, how to do all this stuff. Oh, uh, it was funny. I mean, I got a lot oh, of like boy. knowing, very kind glances, sympathetic glances from um, from um, many Other people, patrons. In, <laughs> patrons who are waiting in line. So I think they they both found a little bit of humor in it and perhaps felt a little bit of my felt my pain. You. Yes. So that was but a, I think a, in your sleep fog, you don't really even. I don't think you registered really, at the point at really that point me. in time yeah. that it was even. This was what was happening. No, it became no. funny afterwards. After the fact, I just, I just <laughs> the had sleep fog lifted and the PA system was. <laughs> It oh, became clear again. Oh God! But anyway, that was just kind of a funny moment to uh, be be so um, un- unwittingly singled out, I guess, in the in the the store. Was that necessary to go use the intercom? Probably. Or, not. or to describe me in such clear detail yeah. for everybody to be <laughs> the able to identify in, in the, the white, white hat. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was funny. Anyway, that's okay. That's one of them. Worst could have happened. That's true. Um, one of the other stories, I don't remember when this was, but it was early days after bringing radio home. But we had a pack and play set up for her uh, downstairs. We had like a little changing station attached to it. So it had a little bassinet portion. And then she was taking her daytime naps in there so that we were close by. And it was in our living room. And we then I think it must have been actually one of the first nights because we had the, the bassinet set up That's beside right. our bed in our bedroom. And it must have been one of those first nights and she just wouldn't go down for sleeping in the bassinet. And we're like, well, she's been amazing all day. So it must have been like the was first one night. One of the first, first couple of nights, yeah. I don't know. Time is, Blurry. that's a whole other topic we're going to address. Is how the passage of time is the solusive thing when you become a parent. You have no idea what day is what. Multidimensional concept. Where you've been. So um, anyway, I guess I had this harebrained idea that at three in the morning, we should go down and get the playpen that was down in the living room and bring it up and try her sleeping in that because that was magical and she just drifted Cle- off to dreamland. Like, she didn't want to sleep in the bassinet. Yeah, our, the bassinet our, our wasn't. And so we thought it's the bassinet. It's, it couldn't possibly be the baby because she's been a great sleeper. So it's got to be the bassinet. Maybe it's uncomfortable. Maybe there's something poking into her. Who knows? So I sent Adam down <laughs> probably in your boxers i don't even know at this point (laughs) to go get the playpen and it's set up like with stuff in it like diapers and wipes and And little mobile things and mobiles and a garbage can and all this stuff and the bassinet changer piece that like flips off of it and the little change mat thing that she lays on so there's a lot of stuff that's like dangling around on this thing that had to come off. that had to come off and then adam like lifts the playpen up which probably weighs what 
20, not, 30 that's pounds. That's not super heavy, but yeah. It's, that's what... it's pretty heavy when you get that metal rod base in it. Like that's what she lays on is a metal sort of base with a pad on top. And he had to bring it through the dining room because that was the widest doorway. It, it wouldn't fit through the other it doorway. It wouldn't fit through the, the other doorway. The stairs. So you're wandering around the main floor trying to figure out which door to get the bin upstairs in while the baby's screaming her head off. And I'm standing there trying to just bounce her and do whatever it takes to get her to stop crying. And... You had to lift it up and over the dining room table, but not clear, so the high. Chandelier, clear, clear the chandelier, all by yourself. This thing's like maybe five feet by three mm-hmm. feet. Mm-hmm. So you did it, and it was amazing. And I was like, "What's taking you so long? <laughs> 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 this should just be a strong man lift it up and bring uh, it upstairs." Uh, and I think t- the passage of time when a baby's screaming in your ear, it seems like everything an seems eternity. Like it takes a long Everything time. seems yes. like an eternity because she has she's just right in your ear, so it goes right into your. Brain, brain and, and soul your heart. And your heart <laughs> your yes. soul. So anyway, we got the playpen up there and baby still didn't baby sleep, didn't sleep. It. So it wasn't the playpen. I don't know what we were thinking, but we were clearly on some sort of post sleep deprived sleep deprived drug induced coma. But anyway, so we put her back in the bassinet and, by and I think induced, she fell asleep. And by drug induced you mean the painkillers that you were on. Yeah, like Tylenol. Just to be clear there. And sleep deprivation um but yeah i think she went back to sleep in the bassinet and so we just left the playpen in the middle of our room and just dealt with it the next day and then you had to take it back downstairs which i couldn't help you with because of post c-section recovery which is also going to be another topic we're going to address is the reality of coming home in the first few days and weeks and months post c-section because that is no joke (laughs) so crazy stay tuned for that episode coming soon but, but anyway, a, a fourth, that's the playpen story. Playpen story. <laughs> oh, good times. The um, the fourth story we have, and this is where we'll probably finish up after this one for today. Um, baby's still sleeping. Baby's still oh. sleeping, so we still got a couple more minutes here. Um, I'll preface this one with uh, a quick story about um, a news clip from Australia where they there were a couple of guys who um, took it upon themselves to stop a robbery or a break-in and became local heroes. Uh, they were very stereotypically Australian. Are you going to um, start they, laughing they, so hard you can't I, I, tell I, I the story? I probably will. It's, it's a hilarious <laughs> clip. We'll definitely this leave gets a, you every time. We'll definitely leave a clip, uh, a clip to this. But one of the things that one of these gentlemen says, you know, he quickly hopped over the fence to stop this guy, and in doing so, he, he busted a plugger. And it was it was a bit of a sad thing because his his what wife had just got him a new new pair of pluggers or something like that. It was like what's a what's a plugger? Turns out it refers to like you know like flip flop sandals. Like you, you you break the toe piece out of it or something like that. I uh, think that's the plugger. That's the plugger part. Yeah. So when you bust a plugger in Australia, it means you, you, you broke your, you broke your sandal when you're <laughs> hopping over a fence to stop a criminal. I busted my plugger. <laughs> so no here, offense to any Australians listening. No, I'm sorry I butchered your accent. <laughs> And, but we do app- applaud your terminology and the names you have for things. It's uh, it's fantastic. So uh, Danielle and I are, are walking baby girl. And we probably got, I don't know, the, the next neighborhood over. We've been out for a half far hour. Enough far enough. Far enough. <laughs> far from home. Far from home. And of, of course, Danielle's already mentioned that um, sort of pre and post delivery, she had you know, very swollen feet and ankles, which are, again, very common um, pre-delivery and post-delivery with went a C-section. all the way up my legs oh to my, my goodness, waist, right. which is another discussion point for another day. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're, we're walking along by a park and all of a sudden, well, Danielle busted a plugger. Yeah. <laughs> 
Miles, Even those shoes didn't Miles fit, my friends. That was <laughs> Adam's flip flops. They, they did. They didn't fit. I busted them. And so just one of them. Just one of them. So and of course the shoes that I had on the sandals I was wearing didn't fit Danielle, so I couldn't even offer one to her. So here we are pushing new parents, pushing a stroller and our new baby down the streets probably to in come yesterday's home. clothes pajamas i don't even remember and, and there was as we're going along i mean that that was that was sort of a funny enough experience as it was but there was a, a guy who happened to be crossing the street towards us and he starts chuckling as he walks up and he says broken sandal huh <laughs> as he walks i'm by. limping along on the asphalt in july <laughs> that's like a million degrees with broken glass and whatever else is on the street watching carefully where watching you step. carefully where i step because i don't need to add insult to injury with a foot injury <laughs> on top of everything else you're dealing with so i hobbled home with my broken sandal in my hand and, barefoot. and after that we started putting an extra pair of sandals in the stroller compartment underneath just, just in, in case. case one of us busts a plugger, Bust a plugger. <laughs> So that was my one pair of sandals that fit. Was that yours? Was that one of mine? It was mine? one of yours. It was one of mine. So and then there was the another day too that my other sandals didn't even fit. I thought they fit because I thought my swelling had gone down sufficiently and That's I got right. to the park, which is right behind our house. And That's when you sent no, me back. You sent I me sent back you for... back to go get said busted pluggers <laughs> before they busted, before, before they busted. <laughs> to change in the park so that my feet could continue. So that was awesome. And I think we got our flip-flops at old navy i don't know shout out to old navy for the great cheap flip-flops if you're looking for some but by july i don't think they sell them anymore so we went to the mall i remember going to the mall to go get more men's extra extra large sandals and they were no longer for sale so i don't remember what i wore the rest of the time did we tape them up might have we might have found another pair somewhere or another i don't even remember what happened (laughs) we we did go for more walks all summer we did so i must have had some sort of shoe well, we'll have to look back at photos. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> Memory oh loss. It's real. Unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's that, where we've been. Really, we hope that's been a little bit of a fun um, reintroduction of ourselves to your airwaves. Thanks so much for tuning back in again. Hopefully and for, some uh, of you can relate. Let us, know. let us know. Let us know your crazy, like, sleep-deprived fog stories if any of these have happened to you. Or any other similar stories, we'd love to hear. And, and the prime and places, them. the prime places uh, where you can send us a note are on uh, our Instagram account or yeah. our Facebook page that we have set up for the Thoughts and Found podcast. Yeah, we'd love to chat with you in either of those places or both. Send us your stories. We'll and if or, or any questions you've had about our experience, we'd be that'd be fun to talk about. And your own stories, and let us know if you want us to share them. <laughs> share those we're all in this together. together. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> This anyway, we've got lots lined up, so we'll be back soon. And we mean it this time. And the baby's still sleeping. Baby's still sleeping. It's a miracle. We should get some lunch. We should get lunch. All right. Have a great day wherever you are. And we'll talk again soon. Bye for now. Bye.